0: I'm Alex Travis
1: and I'm Maureen Fridley.
0: This is the high horse podcast
1: and we are leaving egos on the ground, especially today.
0: Yeah, this is the... t-
1: today's a, a focus on egos. So yeah. um, we it's know that we typically
0: ex- we, we had exclusively a different about egos.
1: Yeah. We had a different uh, episode planned for release today, but you guys are going to get a bonus episode today and another episode on Friday but we wanted to cover this um, as quickly as possible and, uh, and get this out to you guys. So we are gonna be discussing, uh, I do know, Alex, I'm gonna let you kind of, t- kind of run the overview of what we're gonna talk about because I don't know how much you want to include or how specific you wanna get. Yeah. And this is mostly in your ball court. So I'm gonna let you kind of explain.
0: So there was a video that came across my for you page this morning from a particular trainer that, um, I used to be mutuals with Amanda Ray. Um, and I used to be mutuals and now allegedly she unfollowed me a while back because of my quote, judgmental and negative attitude, which is ironic because that's like the exact opposite of my brand. Um, in fact, uh, (laughs) In my experience, the only people that feel I am judgmental and negative are those who are being called out for being abusive and neglectful. But I digress. Um, And because I didn't agree with my my training method. So she doesn't agree with positive reinforcement and fear force pain-free handling. So I'm just going to let you guys digest that. Um, I want to be very clear that I personally am not going to say anything negative or derogatory about Amanda. Um, because it's not my job to form your opinion. You go out, you form your own opinion or don't. I really don't give a shit. Um, but she posted a video and normally I just ignore her content. I just live and let live, right? But she posted a video about a horse, a paint horse, who she said was the dumbest horse she's ever worked with, right? So anytime we're using, um expletive statements like that it's really important that we dissect them so what she's implying here is that she personally has worked with every horse on earth that has ever existed or will ever exist and she has determined that she won prize number one and this is the dumbest one Um, and all I hear personally when somebody says this is the dumbest horse I've ever worked with is this horse is beyond my ability or this horse is more intelligent than I am Or, I don't have the skills to work with this horse. That's all I hear. And it's not, let's be very clear. Just because you do not have the ability to train a particular horse means nothing. It's not derogatory against you. I'm not good at everything. I'm not an expert at everything. If you come to me, and I have had dozens of people come to me and ask me for barrel racing help to be their barrel racing trainer, I am not a barrel racer. And I'm, in fact, not any type of performance horse trainer. I am specifically a problem horse rehabilitator and a wild horse gentler. I work exclusively with those two types of horses and specifically with colt starting. That is my area because my ability stocks in the performance ring. I cannot physically ride a performance horse because I am disabled and I lack that ability. That is also something that Amanda well knows and has known for a long time. Remember we used to be friends so, with that being said, she goes on to say that um, this horse has cost her, at one point she says hundreds, and then she said thousands, so I'm not which, which it is, but a significant amount of monetary damages to equipments like stirrups, uh, latigos, etc., 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 and that the horse can't even lunge a circle, um, and that life is too short for bad horses, therefore also implying that this is a bad horse. And she's agreed with and said in multiple comments, and I have literally dozens of screenshots at this point that are very disappointing, where she has said that he is a bad horse. He'd be better off at the glue factory. She's liked comments from people saying he'd be better off on the grill or in the freezer. If I, and also as the owner of this horse, I would be appalled to hear my trainer talking about my horse in such a negative light. It's just not professional. Bottom line, end of story. I think we can all agree that our animals pick up on our emotions. They pick up on our energies. And it doesn't matter how woo-woo, tree hugger, hippie bullshit you are. That's a fact. If you walk into the round pen angry, stomping your feet around, that horse is going to be afraid of you. So when you're treating that horse like it's the dumbest horse on earth, that's the horse you're going to get. Also, this horse flinched every time she moved. He um, was visibly scared. He was visibly tense. And that tells me that he's incapable of being in a learning mindset, right? We know from science and evidence-based training that horses are incapable of learning when they are in fight or flight and everything she described is a horse that's in fight or flight. She says he's, he's accident prone. He's constantly hurting himself animals on earth. It doesn't matter if you are a plankton, or an orangutan. All animals on Earth have a need for self-preservation to keep themselves alive, so you can pass on your genes. That's plain and simple science. So a horse that's constantly hurting himself and running into things and being explosive is a horse that's in fight or flight and can not only does not know how but cannot respond to pressure and is reacting out of fear.
1: Um, well, I don't if we need take to it down that. to, if we take it down to you know the the whole point of fight fight, fight or flight you know, in the situation that he's in flight is the smart thing to do. You know, everyone wants to call him a dumb horse, but let's be real. If you were in a situation where you were in a flight mindset, running away from somebody who wanted to hurt you, doesn't matter who's in your way or what's in your way. You're going to get over it because of the self-preservation.
0: So then I, so I saw this video, I saw the fear on this horse. Um, I saw an opportunity to extend an olive branch to Amanda and I, I put the offer out there. Listen, if we will arrange transportation free of charge, I will feed him free of charge and I will train him free of charge because the implication there, right? Was that so much money has already been put into this horse that he's not worth it anymore. So I did not want there to be any financial stress on the owner or on Amanda, who by the way, is going to be here in a matter of weeks in Arizona. So she is going to be traveling here and could have easily arranged to bring him in some way. And if she couldn't, we were going to arrange for transportation. We already had multiple people willing to pay for this. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, She took it as a personal affront. She immediately started insulting me and then, before I had an opportunity to respond, she deleted all of our comment threads, or at least the one that she could find, and blocked me. Um, which reinforces the idea that she's okay with you having an opinion, as long as it agrees with hers. And she only wants her narrative on her page, which is not something you will ever see me do on my page anywhere. The only time I will block someone or delete comments is if they are saying explicitly dangerous, racist, or derogatory things, mostly towards other people. You can call me any name in the book you want. I've been called a redskin on TikTok. I've been called a squaw. Um, you name it, I've been called it. And I leave them up because I don't care. But if you start becoming derogatory and harassing other people in the comments, that is where I will draw the line. Um, but I was blocked. So, and then not only that, not only did she block me and delete our comments, or at least the ones that she could find, because there's one that's still up, she started blocking and deleting comments from anyone that brought up my offer or was, or was suggesting that the horse um, go elsewhere, which is something she had already stated she wanted. She wanted the horse to move on. And in a comment, and I have screenshots of this, they were posted to my Instagram story today. If you missed it, sorry about your luck. Um, she said she didn't care where the horse went as long as he didn't go to me. Um,
1: and She said that specifically, just, I saw that comment and she said specifically because she did not agree with your horsemanship, which is ridiculous because again, like we were talking earlier, if you are getting into training for the passion of, of horses and the passion of training, you're doing it specifically to help horses. And for no other reason. I mean, of course, when you're running a business, everybody is looking to make money to live off of and take care of their own horses and, and yada yada yada. But your number one main focus is for the well-being of that horse and, and improving that horse's life. And right. when you are in, you know, there are plenty of horses to go around. This, this is something that we talk about in the equine photography industry: is that there are plenty of horses for everybody to photograph. And there are yeah. plenty of horses for everybody to train. So everybody if, can eat. Everybody exactly. can eat. Yeah. Nobody has to if, go hungry. If you, if you are, if you are finding that you have a horse that just isn't clicking with you and you know, somebody who could possibly help that horse, your main concern should not be your ego. It should be helping that horse in any way you can and getting that horse a, to the person that can help.
0: But allegedly, she doesn't, well, not allegedly, she doesn't agree with my horsemanship or my training methods,
1: which, mm-hmm. what about it?
0: I guarantee the answer is going to be, I don't, I don't believe in just giving horses treats. That's going to be the answer. Yeah. That's going to be the answer. Yeah. Um, because I don't hit my animals, so I'm not abusive. I don't neglect them, so I'm not neglectful. So what part of my training is it that you don't agree with? And you know what? Personally, I don't even care because that's really not what this is about. I don't care about Amanda's opinion of me or anybody's opinion of me. The only people whose opinions of me I care about, no. And most of them have four legs. So, and this wasn't about the money. Someone said, oh, you have a superiority complex. No, I don't. This was about the horse. If that's how you took it, that says a lot more about you than it does about me. I'd never bashed Amanda once and I still haven't. I still haven't. I have, I have reiterated the statements she has made and I have recounted her actions. So if her statements and her actions sound derogatory to you, who should you be upset with? And unfortunately I have a lot of mutuals who are mutuals with her and I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this is hard for you to hear. I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry if it makes you see me differently, whatever. Um, the truth hurts sometimes. I don't, I want it to be clear to everybody else. I don't think negatively of you for remaining her friend or still following her, I don't. Because what you do in your time and the opinions you hold are none of my motherfucking business. It's for the same reasons, you won't see me fucking censoring people in my comments and blocking people who have an opposing opinion of me. JD Mule he's not blocked and he has every right to be. He's cursed at me and called me names. He's told me I was a dog shit horse trainer he's still not blocked. I still haven't deleted his fucking comments because I spent five years of my life, five years of my daughter's lives, giving my mental health and my physical fucking body to have my right to an opinion and to scare other people's right to a fucking opinion. Period. End of story. Um, and that is, and I don't know how they do things in Canada, if it's maybe different somehow, I'm pretty sure Canada has some sort of freedom of speech, but it is very ugly, and it says a lot about a person when they are unwilling to have allow anyone else to have a voice if it is outside of their narrative. By the oh, way, Hitler think, did the same thing in Nazi Germany.
1: I think what it is is that a lot of people, um, you know, I, I I feel like part of part of the reason that you and I get along so well is that we understand where each other comes from. Especially with the military background, you know, typically people who go into the military are very much like straightforward, give no shit, you know, tell it to you straight kind of people. And there are some people that take that and don't see it for what it is. They take it personally and they say you have a superiority complex when in reality it's just. Stating I'm the gonna facts, tell. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna tell everybody else listening the same thing I tell my kids. The way you feel about something I have said is yours to own. That is your problem, not mine. That that's hard to hear, right? Because we feel that other people should have a certain amount of ownership in the things they say and do. But no, 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 no. Talk to any licensed psychologist. It's on you. You don't like it? Walk away. There are very few exceptions you know, children are one of them. So as their parents, I do have a lot of ownership in the way my children feel when I say and do something right. But when another little kid on the playground says, and this literally just happened, told Tegan that that he thought her shirt was ugly and then he hit her on the arm. And I was like, I understand that you're upset about that, but that is nobody else's problem, but yours right now. So how are you going to respond? It's pathetic, that my seven year old daughter has more of a capacity to emotionally regulate than the vast majority of the internet. Um, I say this constantly, we don't have to agree. We don't have to agree. And the reason I say that is because there is this overwhelming um, trend in people trying to strong arm and coerce you into agreeing with what they have said and changing your opinion. We do not have to agree. Where have you gotten this idea? that all of a sudden, because my opinion is different than yours, I must fucking agree with you. I don't have to agree with shit you just said. And you don't have to agree with anything I've said. Period. End of story. Um, so at the end of the day, I see, I just see a lot of flaws. I see a lot of holes. Um, you know, it, at one point she said, oh, it's, a, it's been five weeks and he can't even lunge a circle. Again, this comes back to money and horsemanship, right? I talked about this on a fucking infinite loop. Here it is again. Here it is again. When are people going to sit back and take what I have said with a grain of salt and start giving it some value? Because here here it is again, especially in the colt starting industry. And this isn't the first time I've said it, right? The colt starting industry is notorious for this because they take every horse and try to fit it into the same cookie cutter mold in 30, 60, or 90 days. And it doesn't fucking work it might work nine times out of ten but that tenth time you're going to end up making a cringy fucking tiktok and somebody's going to call you on your bullshit sorry about your luck friend um there should be no pride or ego in admitting when a horse is outside of your ability there shouldn't be um that horse was was with you for five weeks and can't lunge a circle then why are you trying to lope a circle why are you in the saddle with that horse when that horse is giving you every sign that on the ground, he is already not comfortable? Why? Well, because my client expects X, Y, Z in this amount of time and they've already paid me. That is why I offer to do it for free. Not because I think I'm better, not to make a fucking point. I, do, I try my very fucking best not to include money in my horsemanship because I will not allow it to ruin me. I will not. I made my fucking horsemanship clinic the price that it is 50 bucks because everybody can afford that. Everybody can afford it. I made one-on-one appointments with me and Q and a so fucking cheap. I know I can charge more. I know I'm worth more. I don't want it to ruin me as a person. Like I have watched it do to so many other people. I don't need the money. I don't need the money. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. And my horses are good. And my kids are good. Everybody eats. I'm not willing to allow that to ruin me. But the thing, the thing, the cherry on the cake, the icing on the cake for me was bringing my fucking riding ability into it because it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I don't train performance horses. So you alleged that I said I couldn't sit a And in that particular video, That is correct. In that saddle, I could not sit a lope. Yes, absolutely. I would like you to see you sit a lope in a fiberglass tree saddle. Let me know how that goes for you. Fiberglass uh, reverberates motion. So it is going to pop you out of your seat. I have a different saddle now, and I absolutely can fucking sit a lope. I can sit a lope. I can sit a trot. I can post. There's plenty of videos of that on my page, but people see what they want to see, right? And irregardless, look it up. It's, it's a fucking word. Don't argue with me in the comments. Irregardless, my ability or my inability to sit a lope on some days or others has not started me from successfully, quietly, and safely starting every fucking horse that I have and mentoring other people in starting their horses and rehabilitating their horses. Period. I have had multiple, multiple people come to me for barrel racing help or that have performance horses that compete in specific sports. And I have turned them away and referred them to other people. Because I am not a performance horse rider. I cannot do it. That is correct. You got me there. I can't do that. I am disabled. And that's something that she knew. To make fun of somebody's physical ability is fucking hot garbage. You Hot garbage. Hot garbage. How dare you? How dare you? As if I have any fucking choice in the matter, right? To make fun of my ability as a writer and then LOL about it at the end. Let's see you LOL in person.
1: Well, and especially considering how it is that you got to the disability that you have.
0: Right. Exactly. Exactly. I didn't ask for this. (laughs) I didn't ask for this. But here I am anyway. And I'm making the best with what I have. But you're over in your fucking comment section making fun of my writing ability as if I can do anything about it. As if it's my fault. As if it's my laziness that has kept me from improving. I am permanently fucking disabled and my condition is degenerative. I will be lucky if I am not in a fucking wheelchair Mm -hmm. permanently by my 30s. And that's permitting nothing bad happens to me. So good on you for making fun of the disabled. And for, let's just let's just take that out of the picture, right? Let's just take your ableism out of the picture. Even if it was something that I could control, even if it was just me being a shitty writer, your ad hominem fallacy is showing. Having to use uh, an attack on my character, or my ability as a person, because you don't have a logical argument, Anyone with more than two brain cells to rub together can see right through that. That has nothing to do with the offer that was made and with my results as a trainer. I do not need to be a performance level horse rider to do colt starting. And for your fucking information, when I do start horses in person, I do have someone who I work closely with so that when they are at that level and they need to do one, two, three, four hour rides. I pay that person to do those rides. But at that point, that horse is safe, soft, and quiet. Because I simply can't ride that long. You're absolutely right. I can't ride at that level. Yes. And I never will. In fact, it will decline over time. So thank you for reminding me.
1: Yeah. And but, if anybody who's listening is curious as to why it is that we wanted to do this bonus episode, um, <clears throat> it is for the the issue of obviously this is a horse that is scared and needs help from somebody else. And we have an individual who's not willing to put their ego aside to help that horse. Even when it's being offered free of charge to every person involved in the situation. And the blatant obvious, I mean, I I can't even the, um, the amount of oh, the screenshots that I have are, are I, I like, I, I'm just, just thinking about it. Like I am completely just like speechless at the amount of, uh, complete and total disrespect and, um, she was liking people's comments
0: saying that the horse should end up in the freezer or on the grill. Um, is that the kind of, is that the kind of person you want to support? is that the kind
1: of person you want to have training your horse if if I had sent chap to somebody like that and they were putting and they were liking comments regardless of if if, if she came to me and said your horse is dangerous I'm sending it back to you w- without finishing the training okay, and then fine. put up yeah, a TikTok absolutely. saying this is what I told the owner and then goes in and likes comments with people saying, you know, and, and that's the thing is she had, been, she had been telling people, you know, I, because of course everybody comes in there like, well, this horse is now going to end up in a kill pen. And she's like, I never said that the horse should go to a kill pen. No, you said the horse wasn't worth keeping. And let's be she honest. She also
0: said that she also said that she was going to advise the owner to sell him. Who the fuck are they going to sell him to? We all, as horse owners, we all know what that means. That means take them to the auction and sell him. No one is going to buy a, how old was that horse? Eight or something? Six or eight. Oh, I don't know. He was he was in his you know middle ages, middle years that was a allegedly accident-prone, stupid, and untrainable. Who's gonna buy that fucking horse? Tell me. You know what you were implying. Um, don't backpedal when people call you out on it and you don't, and by the way. She can backpedal all she wants, but not only do I have screenshots that I took, I have screenshots other people have been sending me. Yeah, she did say on multiple <clears> occasions <throat> that uh, they should just take him to the auction; that he'd be better as glue; that he he looked like a bag of alpo.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: if I and let me let me be very clear about something: I don't care if it was you that I saw in somebody's comment section liking comments like that. I would fucking stop talking to you immediately immediately i would immediately it's not acceptable human behavior it's not it's especially not acceptable behavior from someone that claims to be a professional trainer in a professional setting talking about a client horse that's not funny jokes should be funny and it's certainly not professional that's that's the kind of professional image you want to have
1: who the fuck would send yeah, you to a
0: horse after that
1: you, yeah. You want to be known as, as the, uh, as the trainer that likes comments that people make on your horse talking about how it should be glue. I mean, you know, when she, she sits there and talks about the, the, the business aspect of it all, but then makes those decisions.
0: Right. And I did, and I did agree with that. Yes. If you have incurred too much financial stress as a result of this horse, yes, you should send him along to somebody who has more capability than you do. But whose fault is that? Whose fault is that that you don't have the financial ability to recover from a fucking broken latigo? Really? A dent in your car? Uh, a pair of broken stirrups? stirrups are seventy five bucks. A latigo's—we'll uh, just call it really fancy. Say it's seventy five bucks. One hundred and forty bucks? Really? Really? Hundreds of dollars? That that financially crippled you? Then your business model is shit. I'm just going to tell you. Um, my grandfather once said, and I've, I've said this multiple times. If you get into horses for the money, your pocketbook will always be empty. But if you get into horses for your love of horses, it will never matter how full your pocketbook is. I I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm beyond words at this point. um, I've had I've had more and more of an overwhelming response with people being supportive, and you know people saying uh, that my results speak for themselves, that my horses speak for themselves, and yeah, and I agree. But it is absolutely exhausting to see someone who I at one time considered a friend. She guiled me into believing she was a good person, that we were friends at that time. To behave this way now. And to, and to go as far as to say derogatory things about me in her comments. That I'm a shit trainer. Uh, that's your opinion. I mean, I have dozens of people who I help with their horses, not even physically in person. That is how capable of a trainer I am. I don't even have to be with you to help you with your horse. How many fucking things have I helped you with with chap? I can think of three, oh, yeah. at least off the top of my head yeah. that I didn't. And you know what, that is You can say anything you want about me that I'm not a great rider, whatever. You know what? That is why I have structured my business and my horsemanship in the way that I have. I am going to lose my ability to ride sooner than later. Yep, that's a sad reality that I think about all the time. And yeah, it hurts, man, because horses are a part of my fucking culture and they have been a part of my life since before I was born. I am going to lose it. I have intentionally structured this business and structured my horsemanship in a way that I can still help other people even if I can't get on their horse. Can you say that? Probably not. Um, And I have also had a a fair amount of people just absolutely talking shit, right? In the comments and I expected that. Um, But the amount of people saying that I bashed her, I still haven't bashed her. I have only stated what has been factually true, period. If you don't like the facts, take a look at your friends. Maybe, maybe you need to evaluate what it really is that you don't like. What you don't like is people getting called out for their bullshit. My, my superior, you know what? And that's not the, and it's always, it's always this kind of person, right? That's saying I have a superiority complex or I'm negative. It's the person that's getting called out. The person that's hitting their horse in order to achieve results. If you feel, and you know what? I was doing the same thing a year ago. Okay? I was doing the same thing a year ago. I was saying the same kinds of things in defense of Clinton Anderson. I was. I'm sure you can find the comments.
1: We've talked about it several times on this podcast.
0: I was willing for for the sake of my relationship with my animal, for my love of horses, to put my pride and my ego aside and admit I was wrong and to try to do something better. I have ruined my horse. I had made a reactive, fearful, dangerous fucking horse who was already reactive, fearful, and dangerous when I got him. So I've been where you are. I've been there. I was making those same comments. That's how I know where they come from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's how I know. Um, that's also why I have no sympathy for it at all. You can do better. You're capable of doing better. You just don't want to. You like feeling where you are you like people inflating your ego supporting you in the comments talking about how that horse deserved it oh and by the way she also said in her description of her video and multiple times through the comments that she would no longer be taking paint horses because of this one horse now i'm not going to bring up racism because you can probably do your own mental walking by yourself but it's the same fucking concept it's the same concept so you're telling me If a Rottweiler bites me, actually, I'm going to use a personal example. If a pit bull bites me in the face, because I did, I was bit in the face by a pit bull as a child, um, that all pit bulls are bad and aggressive? No. Even as a child, I knew that I was a fucking idiot and what I'd done was stupid. I've had pit bulls over the years and I'm not scared of them. I didn't blame every fucking pit bull for the wrong of that one dog that was, in fact, my fault. To say that you're not going to work with all paint horses, that tells me exactly where you are at mentally. The entire breed, you're telling me the entire genetic pool of the whole breed is shit.
1: And what does that say for your business too? You're completely, you're taking out this giant, especially in the performance world, you're taking out this giant client piece of clientele. And you're saying, I don't want to work with any of you. How is that helping your business?
0: That just doesn't make any sense. And also the term problem horses I take issue with. There are no problem horses. There are no bad horses. There are simply horses you don't understand. And that need help. They need help. Because horses are not meant to be ridden. Get over it. Get over that. Throw that idea right out of the fucking window. If your horse lets you ride it, that's a huge accomplishment. Because they are not designed to be ridden. Not only are they not biomechanically designed for it, but they are prey animals. They are not meant to allow a predator to ride them around. They're not meant for it. So when you say, oh, this horse is reactive. This horse is bucking. This horse is bolting off when I'm riding him. He's doing exactly what millions of years of evolution have designed him to do. You have not given him the relationship to trust you or the tools to respond in a different way, period, period. And I, and how many, and you, how many times did I say that about Sully?
1: Yeah.
0: Up, up until recently, I was very open and transparent about the, uh, about the idea that I might have to bring in a different trainer. Luckily we didn't get there. He's doing great and he's about to have his first ride. But um it's the ego for me. It's the bashing a disabled veteran for me. Yeah. It's the name calling and the bashing for me. It's the sending your followers to my account. And by the way, if you think I don't know uh your your dummy account, your fake account, you're wrong. You you speak the same way in all of your comments. It's very easily tell when it's you. Um, if you're going to make a fake account to troll people, you should probably change up the way you talk, uh, the way you write comments. Um, and none of those things I I have uh, done.
1: And and like I said earlier, when we were talking before we started recording, you know, when this video that she posted today is now at 133,000, uh, views with over 20,000 likes. And this is not the first time that she's had a video that performs in that manner that has been this dividing within the equestrian TikTok community. When you have that many videos that are that dividing within a single community, there is an issue.
0: Not only that, but let's talk about that for a second, because how many times, not only on the podcast, but on my page and in my posts, have I said, TikTok only puts my, pay, my posts on the For You page when I'm controversial or my videos don't perform as well when I'm not controversial. I'm not stupid. I'm able to understand that. How many times have I also said I'm not willing to do it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not willing to do it because that's not the type of community I want. I want a, a positive community engaged in learning, engaged in bettering ourselves and bettering our horsemanship. That's what I want. And if that means lower views, so be it. I don't care. Because it's not about that to me. It's not about how popular I get. It's not about how many people agree with me. It's about helping other people and enriching their lives. Period. Um, I just... Yeah. I mean... I'm just I'm over people saying that I bashed her I didn't I still haven't um I'm getting to the point where I want to just so that at least at least what you're saying is true at least I've earned it I'm doing the time but I didn't do the crime um but I'm not willing to do it because this isn't about her and I don't care about Amanda I don't I don't care even now I'm gonna go to sleep tonight and I still won't care um It's about that horse and this ideology (laughs) that I am working tirelessly and devoting a lot of calories and time and uh, headspace to eradicating. Um, so that's fine. Call me a shit trainer. I really don't care. Uh, I'm not willing to cold back horses to get views. Um, also this is the same person that just recently said in a video that they don't want to wear a helmet because it would affect their balance. Um, <laughs> and that she also gets bucked off frequently. 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 But it's but my writing is shit. But you think it's funny that I can't sit elope? Really? Interesting. Well, the only time I have ever been bucked off uh, we were attacked by a swarm of wasps, and I was bareback. I didn't even have syrups. That's the only time. And I've been on plenty of horses that have bucked. In fact, Roni took me from that far end of the property of that 10 acres all the way to the other side, loping and bucking the whole way. So I'd say, actually, I can sit a lope pretty well. I can sit a lope pretty well. And that was like December, January, before I started positive reinforcement with him. And at that point, and then I just happened to come across Brooks post and it was really a, a catalytic turning point in my career that I really needed. Um, again, this didn't have to have anything to do with the two of us at all. You made it personal when you started attacking my abilities as a writer, when you said I was a shit trainer. Um, and you know what, honestly, You can call me a puss or you can fucking make fun of me if you want to. I'm sure you'll hear about this episode. Uh, It hurts because at one time I considered you a friend. It does. You are choosing to be this way. And if that's the way you, if you want to do pressure and release horsemanship, if you want to use the method, so be it, do whatever you want. I'm not going to come to Canada and train your horses for you. That's fucking crazy. Um, but to say that that you don't agree with my training methods and my horsemanship? To have unfollowed me without so much as a word? To, to mock me? Knowing my situation? Wow. I really hoped better for you. I really hoped that at some point you were gonna turn a corner. Most people that are like you with this training style and this uh, mentality that are very negative and and vile um, in the way that they address things. I just block because I don't want to, I don't want to see it on my for you page. Um, And I don't want people to tag me in it. That gets very exhausting too. I've been very transparent about that with my followers. Um, But I secretly, I secretly didn't block you because I just wanted to see you do better. I did. I don't. I don't care how that makes me look. If I, if you think I'm soft, that's fine. I wanted to see you do better. Um, but that's obviously not going to happen anytime soon. So that's fine. And you can say whatever. You can say that that's bashing. Whatever. <laughs> it, that's no more bashing um, than the things that you have said and done so far. I'd say I'm at less than one percent. So it's disheartening. You have so much potential. You are such a good writer. You are. I wish that I had that and I never will. I will get progressively worse. So hold on to your popcorn kids. It's only going to get worse from here. I'm sure you'll enjoy the decline as you watch it, Amanda. Um, But you have so much potential. You're such a skilled roper. You are a skilled trainer. You are better than this you're better than this. You're better than mocking people's riding ability. You are better than mocking the disabled. You are better than calling a horse the dumbest horse on earth. You're better than that. If that horse dented your car or broke your equipment, that's your fault. Just admit it. Why was your horse anywhere near your car? If you don't have a round pen, then you shouldn't be doing things on a horse that requires a round pen. If that horse was too reactive, you shouldn't have put your saddle on him. Then he wouldn't have broke your latigo or your stirrups. We don't don't create softness and willingness by adding more pressure and equipment. We don't. You have proven that. (laughs) You've proven it. You proved it all over your page. There's a reason I feel comfortable putting a brand new $1,500 saddle on my unstarted horse. because I know that he's not going to do any of those things because of the way I have handled him. but I'm just a shit trainer. So what do I know? And I can't sit alone. So uh, it's fine. Um, I really hope you won't, right? Because this is just going to be fueled with a fire. I'm just going to be soft. I'm going to be weak. I'm going to be bashing you. Um, you're going to attack my character. You're going to attack my training ability. You're going to say, look, there's no videos of her writing on her page, which there is. They're not what you want to see. Um, But I can't just materialize a horse out of thin air. Roni is on stall rest and Sully is not ready. What do you want me to do? Ride the baby? Um, Not that it's relevant. But there are certainly plenty of training videos. But according to to everybody else, that's not training. That's just me giving my horse treats, right? So it's fine. I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. That's not the point. I don't care. Have your own opinion. Um, But when a horse is out of your ability, you don't get to label that horse as a bad horse. There are no bad horses. There are just horses we are not able to work on. There just are, okay? I'm not saying my shit doesn't sink or I'm fucking superior to you. I'm not. I'm not superior or better than anybody. I'm just different. You can be different too if you wanted to. um that's really all i've got to say on the matter thank you to everybody that's reached out and uh giving me kind words throughout the day there have been a lot of you uh joe gabby jake uh lily you know all of you guys are awesome thank you so much for that um i'm sorry to everybody that's gotten blocked or been on the receiving end of some nasty comments I did see them. I am sorry. Um, But, you know, let's, let's just be clear. An offer was made. And also, he is not her horse. And so, therefore, she does not get to make the call. The owners of that horse should get to make the call. And so, my whole point was, you're taking ownership of the decision of whether or not this horse gets the right help or gets any help at all. What you say to these people and the light you paint him in is going to determine whether or not he gets sent to another trainer or he goes to the kill pen. And unfortunately, I think we all know what it's going to be. My point was, if you were a reputable, respectable, professional trainer, you would have extended my offer to the owners. Period. I offered to arrange for transportation to feed him and to train him completely free of charge. Any owner would jump on that. I have literally had dozens of people in the comments saying, hey, if you want to extend that to my horse, please do. Um, But you are taking ownership of the decision here. And I do not think that is ethical. I don't think the owners would appreciate it. Um, But of course, you would probably tell them that I can't sit a lope and that I'm a dog shit horse trainer. So, um, you know, it is what it is. But The point was the offer should have been relayed to them because I would do it. I would absolutely do it. If I had a client horse here and they want him trained uh, to rope, even if I didn't fucking like you, I would, I would say, Hey, I know a trainer that's going to be in Arizona in a few weeks and they are an accomplished roper. They run, they won buckles. They train real horses. Let me give you their contact information. I would, I absolutely fucking would. And I can say that, 100%. It's pathetic, I think, that you cannot do the same. That shows where your professionalism is. It shows where you are at this stage in your life as an equestrian uh, and how you have matured. You're not, I don't think she's that much younger than me, is
1: she? I don't think so, no.
0: Um, And I get it. I've lived a lot of life. So maybe I'm a little bit more mature than most. But you have decided to take on a career that requires a lot of fucking maturity. You did that. Um, but I, I do agree. She should send that horse on purely, purely based off of financial loss. Um, so let's just be really clear. I never, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not saying she should keep the horse and, and work on him until she's trained. It's very clear that that's not going to happen. But as a professional, you need to know when to bow out. Just bow out. You didn't have to bow out and label the horse as a bad horse. Because now the likelihood that he's going to get help is drastically reduced. Um, And it's not that horse's fault that you don't have the skills. Don't blame the animal. He's not designed to be ridden. It's your job as a horse trainer to convince him that being ridden is a good idea. You haven't done that. That's not his fault. Just like it wouldn't wouldn't be Sully's fault. Just like it wouldn't be Ronnie's fault. It would be mine
1: period. It would be mine. So, but I and mean, I overall think we're- just, I, I think this just proves, um, you know, this <laughs> video that has been posted today just proves that there is still a lot of work within the equestrian community to improve ourselves for the sake of our horses and for the sake of God, each other. I mean, just the way that people have been talking to each other within the comments of that video has been embarrassing, um, just to read. So I, everyone just, do, do better for yourself and for your horse. Like we said earlier at the beginning of the episode, we will um, still be posting our regular episode. We're just going to push it back to Friday. Um, definitely come back and listen to that. We are talking with uh, Brooke Jordan of Ranch Rumors. And I think that will be a great um, kind of additional uh, episode considering the topic of this one for the week. So,
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good episode. It's extra long but um
1: (laughs) but it is definitely worth the listen for sure
0: yeah extra worth it brooke is awesome